0: Monday on daily delivery, Michael Rand here, Patrick Roycey with me as always. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get to today, Patrick. Maybe some twins, which we'll start with here in a minute. Um, I want to talk a little gopher softball, some NBA playoffs, a little NHL maybe for sure, and a little, a little Vikings at the end. But, Patrick, um, the twins <laughs> it's uh, I so last week, um, went through this thought exercise of like making an entire lineup out of former twins players. And Patrick, I must have inspired them because they scored 29 runs this weekend, a target field record apparently for a three-game series, including 16 runs on Sunday. It's kind of a, it's been a, a feast or famine offense this year, mostly more famine than feast. But uh, they're starting to get a few guys uh, starting to get a few guys going again, at least.
1: Well, what was amazing was that the Cubs. Had a sixty-run advantage this year coming into this series. Wow. They were like fourth, third, or fourth in the majors. And uh, what do they call it? The uh, uh, on Baseball Reference, what your record should be? The Pythagorean
0: record. record.
1: Yeah, their Pythagorean should have been twenty-four and fourteen. Wow. With the runs differentiate yeah. differential, and um, Phil Miller told me that they were nine and two. In games decided by five plus runs the okay. cubs coming into the series and that changed uh, yesterday and the day before when the twins uh now the 11 was pretty legitimate uh and the 11, the next 11 was pretty legitimate and then they got five more against a uh, position player Right. to get up to 16 but still uh the the uh what they got uh eighteen hits 32 hits too, right? Didn't they you get four, yeah. I didn't see eight. how many it was, but I think it was one. And I know their team batting average went from uh two eighteen to two twenty-eight. because wow. they you know, Friday night they were terrible offensively again. They couldn't yes. hit. And then they come back and uh played a really good game and uh get eleven runs on uh, Saturday and looked really sharp and then uh yesterday uh now I kind of felt Marcus Stroman's bubble had to burst sometime because he hasn't been that good for years and then he'd been just great for the Cubs this year. But uh they started knocking him around and uh kept on knocking him. Uh now they gotta hope you know, a week ago we were gonna say is Joey Gallo playable? Now we gotta hope he's not hurt. He had the lead right. game yesterday. Uh Uh, But he hit – I I wasn't there Saturday. Uh, The the home run that everybody was talking about, they thought it hit the parking ramp. Uh, They ended up coming back with only 422 feet is the estimate on that. What happened there? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, you know who makes a huge difference in this lineup? Alex. Yeah. He is a professional hitter. Yes. Somewhere in that lineup with Correa in in a coma – uh, that he was in, uh, they, they didn't have a professional hitter in the entire lineup, and the Kirilov comes back, and he is a peer hitter. If he can stay healthy, that really makes a difference because you know, okay, there's two outs and the bases are loaded. He's got it. He's not going to pop up like the rest of them or strike out. Yes, he's, he's got a chance to get a hit. He's got a chance to keep a rally going. He's a he's a true hitter all fields hit a couple of home runs uh which uh, you know he's not really a home run hitter but he hit one to uh, you know one to low enough one to left one to right right and uh he's uh he, he really makes a difference plus he's a first baseman they don't have to play gallo over gallo's fine over there but uh they can play gallo in the outfield now and uh he he really uh does make a difference and now you know 27 runs in two games is uh certainly uh we aren't going to see that again this season but probably not
0: no it was
1: uh it was uh cuz uh, I was there Friday night and uh the manager was depressed again about the about the way they were hitting they just uh you know before the game he was going about how they just are swinging at too many bad pitches in RBI situations and they're not having good at bats uh yeah uh, I, I think they might even had a hit with the bases loaded this weekend, which could would have been a really historic event for those guys.
0: Well they so, were they were seven for fourteen with runners in scoring position yesterday. So yeah, that'll you know,
1: help. seven they didn't have seven hits with runners in scoring <laughs> position on the entire a road trip that they just <laughs> well, they only out.
0: had twenty-eight so, of them total,
1: so yeah, probably not. Total. So yeah, it's uh, that's that's the game, though. No, I mean the game is uh is uh is totally unpredictable. How often have you seen a a team uh you know get get two hits one day and sixteen the next and the same quality of pitchers? So it's uh it's uh that's that's what makes it great, is it's 162 of them and uh and uh it's, it's if this team we, we had a discussion, I don't know it was you and I. I had a discussion with somebody and before the weekend we kind of reached the conclusion. This team is better than last year's because of pitching.
0: Yes, right? I think we can I say mean, that, yes.
1: Pitching. So it's a better team than last year. And even though last year at this time, they, I haven't looked, but they must have had a better record because they're in first place forever. But uh, they, uh, they they just didn't have the pitching. Now, the thing about it is they're missing two of their starters. They're better with Ober and Louis Varlin yes. than they were with the other two guys. Bally wasn't that good. And Maeda was terrible. So now, but the trouble is there's no wiggle room now. If somebody
0: breaks yeah, there's, down, there's no there's Ober no and room. Varland waiting for Ober and Varland. No, yeah. no,
1: there's uh, this Woods Richardson is not nearly ready to pitch in the big leagues. And uh, they really don't have anybody out. Oh, Lobel said Aaron Sanchez. I said, my God, <clears> he <throat> doesn't go three innings in St. Paul. I can't be him. So, Bill, I don't Phil know told
0: me the other day that Randy Dobnik pitched a good game in the minors. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, he could be next. He could be next. You know, we got him signed up. Uh, we got two up. We, we got him locked up through twenty five, and then there's two extensions there if they want to <laughs> pick him up. So, uh, yeah, that was the weirdest signing of all time. But uh, that's probably who it'd be. now that I think about it, because Woods Richardson isn't ready. So, but uh, the other thing is, I think they that uh, you got to worry about over too. He's never pitched over hundred innings, right? Right never pitched uh but i like him a lot he oh, yeah. you know what he does he battles his tail off uh, yes that's, that's the guardia-ism, guardia-ism, good guardism. guardiaism would tell us he battles his tail off and louis Marlin's last two games have been really good so uh, uh you know I, I noticed this about him last year he doesn't need a pitch clock no he is, he gets the ball back and throws it he's uh he's a fast worker and I don't know if he was that fast before the clock hit the minor leagues or not, but it's amazing how fast he had it, fast he works, and uh, I think that helps him too. I think the, the hitters really have no time to figure out what he's doing. He he doesn't have a great assortment of pitchers, but uh, he was really good yesterday. So, uh, yeah. And the good thing is, I think they've only had to pitch Duran once in the last five days, right? And that,
0: yeah, they've been-
1: two innings, but I they didn't pitch him, and so. Now you go play the Dodgers who just swept the Padres and then the angels who are, who are better. I think Otani's pitching against them on Sunday. So uh, yeah, it'll be a tough road trip, but at least they have some hope now getting some hits. Take
0: a playcation to Mystic Lake with 24 seven gaming. The good times never have to end and you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake where every day is play day. I want to circle back on that road trip in a minute, but did you see, you mentioned Correa scuffling and he's been a little bit better lately. Obviously he's up, up over the Mendoza line. At least he's gotten yep. some big hits for them in the last few days, but, uh, I think it was one of the New York papers. Someone sent me this over the weekend. Did a big piece on like, man, did the imagine if the Mets had signed Carlos Correa, kind of like a oh, yeah. a retrospective of what was the what was their deal? Was it 12 years for him? How, how many were they going to give him?
1: Yeah, it was going to be, uh, yeah, 12 years and 315 million, I think it was wow. going to be. And they died. The Giants was more. The Giants was 330 or something like that. So that's right. Yes. But the Mets are terrible. They're, you know that's you know the Cohen's was going to spend all the money in the world and them they've lost I don't know I saw it yesterday when they lost 12 out of 15 or something like that they're uh, they're not uh, doing uh, nearly what they're supposed to but I'm sure they're very happy they didn't get free although once once uh Cohen got off the phone and at Ho- in Hawaii after saying yeah we'll do that to uh to Boris. I think that somebody the Mets did want him because they hired the same doctor to to look at his stuff, his medicals, as the Giants did. Okay. Yeah, they made sure they didn't that he didn't pass their medicals. I think they I think they got cold feet right away. I mean, cause it was a spontaneous decision yeah. made by Cohen while he was having dinner in Hawaii, for goodness sake. So Yeah. I you know uh well, they, they, Boris has got to look around right now and say he's lucky he got 200 million, I think. So, anyway. Yeah. But, but, not... but he's a, he is a hell of a shortstop and he'll hit some. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. 40 or 50 or something. I mean, the batting average is everywhere. If you're a 260 hitter now, you're good.
0: Yeah. 260 is the, you know, the maybe, new 285.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: The only team that hits
1: is. Pampa, they're uh they're in 270s or something they're hitting tight 270s team but uh yeah the batting averages are just brutal all over it's uh the speed-up rules have not uh they, they did however the speed-up rules and the shift rules did give Joey Gallo his first ground ball base hit the right field in about five years the other day yes they did yeah. <laughs> that had to be the that'd be the first time he'd hit the ball there in five years if there wasn't somebody standing there so uh, so he got that for him but yeah it's uh i don't know what i don't know what we got here the great thing about baseball is uh is uh you you, you know are you gonna stay healthy are you gonna yeah. you know the whole thing now didn't used to be injuries. Didn't used to be a big a deal in baseball. But then they invented the MRI machine, and that uh, kind of uh, that increased the level of, uh, you know. In this was yes. thirty years ago. Mally and Mayaitis still be pitching.
0: Just have a sore, they have a sore arm and a sore shoulder, <laughs> sore right? Arm,
1: yeah, he'll be back in a week. Okay,
0: you know. <laughs> i would have been right when he remember when he said, "Out, yeah, it shouldn't be a big deal. I'll be yeah, back in a few you know, days. Just not only race. him
1: but the trainer said the same thing. They yeah. Brought, I was out there uh, that Friday. They brought the trainer out, and he said, "Ah, he shouldn't. He might miss a start." Blah, blah blah blah. I told him next time you get an update from the trainer, don't bother to invite me to come and watch. <laughs> they never, you know. I don't blame the guy, but they're, yeah, you know, they're always sugarcoating everything, right?
0: So, anyway, um, you mentioned the yeah. Dodgers series, <laughs> and that should be pretty good. But Patrick, it's a, it's a mismatch. The the twins are dominating the ERA battles and all the matchups. You got Lopez tonight, three point four seven against Syndergaard, six point one two. Got Bailey Ober one point eight five against Kershaw, two point three six. Then you got Sonny Gray, one point three nine against uh, Dustin May, two point six eight. So they got him covered in all three games, yeah, just like God, you were expected.
1: Is. Sonny gray was uh, good again the other night he didn't he had a little bit of control problem but uh man alive he's been uh he's been fabulous it would it would be nice to uh, keep him healthy because uh you know uh he's, he's been really great he's had some problems in his past so uh Pablo's had some problems in his past yeah. but uh they, they've, uh, you know, the, we've we, changed the narrative completely on Rocco here. What, their starters have more innings than yes. any uh, <laughs> any staff in the major leagues? Yes, I noticed that the yeah. other day, and
0: I think Suhan had that in his column today, too. Uh, something yeah.
1: else. And, oh. but they haven't, like, stretched them out to, it's not like they're doing it with 110 pitches either. I mean, no. they're, they're keeping them under 100 most, of, I think. They've hit 100 about three, four times maybe, but, uh you know, there's they're still, you know, they're they're getting them out of there on the pitch, but the fact is they've thrown so many strikes that uh they uh you know they've thrown so many strikes that they've been able to go six and two thirds without throwing hundred pitches, which is pretty good. I mean Varlin had I think through five innings they had sixty two pitches. So that's that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe last year wasn't wasn't so much an organizational philosophy, so much as was their pitchers were not very good and they couldn't trust.
1: uh, Uh, Obviously, couldn't trust Archer and couldn't trust Bundy to go. Yeah, when you got Chris Archer not going four innings and and you keep him in the rotation all year, that was just idiotic to do that. I mean, you you knew that he wasn't going to go five, so what are you doing? I know they might not have felt they had any options, but. and Bundy, now I will say in Bundy's defense, when he was pitching good, they still took him out after five minutes. Yes. So, uh, you know, he, they didn't want him facing them the third time around. I was listening to the Cubs broadcast for a while yesterday and uh, or two days ago, and they were talking about uh, the third time through the order with a couple of their pitchers, too. So, uh, that's a that's not just the Twins thing. That's an no. everybody thing. If uh, the, the numbers get a lot worse third time through the order with a lot of them. But these guys, it hasn't been the case this year.
0: Your point about, uh, we'll move on after this, but your point about the Twins being better this year than last year, I think definitely holds. I think the point, you know, the real reason we can say that is this team, we know what this team does well. I never really got a sense last year for what that team did well. It just seemed like they were winning. Felt like it was a certain amount of smoke and mirrors to it, too. Like I did see it was like yeah The pitching's OK. The hitting's OK. The defense is OK. But nothing felt like it was really good this year. At least, you know, the offense hasn't been great. I think they've got a little bit of room to improve. But the pitching, um, even though I imagine it's going to regress a little bit, I think we can say right now that they have a pretty good pitching staff uh, rotation and bullpen through a quarter of the season. Even if it gets a little bit, you know, flattens out a little bit, it's 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 awfully good right now. And that that's, if you can do one thing well, at least, then you've got a chance to be, you know, then you've got a chance to be a, a good team because you you know how you're going to win games. You, last year's team, I had no idea how they were going to try to win a game on any given night.
1: No, I must say I uh, disagree with both of my fellow columnists. Lavelle, uh, Neil uh, said it first, and Sue hadn't ratified it today about getting Buxton, Buxton back. Buxton, yeah back in center field now no no nope. nope. if he can play let him play and taylor's fine he's not a uh, he's not a real good hitter but you can play gorton against some of the real right handers but he's a he's a good player and he's not a complete out at the plate and uh he's a great he's an outstanding center fielder i just don't see I, they're not going to do it i mean you could keep telling them to do it they're not going to do it no going to be your dh and uh uh the only the the only thing Buxton does. Uh, by being your DH, is he blocks Jose Miranda? Yes, uh, you know that's about all he's doing because Miranda's, you know, one reason they're a better looking team right now is Miranda's not playing third base.
0: Yes, and not making a lot of outs either because he was, he was just struggling. He especially with the the bases loaded and those you know, those situations yeah. with the situational hitting where he's was a lot better last year. He just hasn't hadn't hadn't done much at all this year.
1: No, and he's not an athlete. That's his problem. He's slow footed, and he doesn't really have a natural position. I think he is a hitter, but uh, but I, I don't think uh, you know. I'd, I'd rather have Michael Taylor playing center field than Jose Miranda being my DH. So that's that's basically what your what the difference is here. And you and the big the big thing you got to hope for here is Kirloff. Kirloff, yes. <laughs> Keep playing play him five games a week, six games a week. They really are a uh, right-handed hitting hitting wise. are a little short here because uh, you know playing Willie Castro and Solano is not exactly a, 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 a platoon here that you it's like the Jeff Rebele era when they always Jeff, Jeff
0: Rebele. Wow, that's a name.
1: Remember when they got Jeff in there against? uh Yeah. Guardy on Kelly's uh was it be a Sunday lineup or what? Sunday lineup? the getaway
0: day lineup, yeah.
1: Getaway lineup, Jeff Rebullay. That's kind of they kind of got a Jeff a deal in there, and uh, we loved Rebullay though. He's a great guy. But Jeff uh, Rebullay, I Milano mean, uh, You know they got they got a couple of these guys that uh, you get in the lineup and it doesn't get you real excited. They could use another right-handed hitter, but not Miranda. I don't think
0: Royce so. Lewis, baby. How about Royce Lewis yeah, in a couple that's weeks? True.
1: Yeah, he'll probably be their third baseman, and uh, that's because they're basically they play him in shortstop a few times, but he'll basically be their third baseman. Who's out then? Who's out? Yeah, I guess one of those guys, Castro or Solano's out. Yeah,
0: Farmer <clears> kind of becomes your super utility guy at that point, oh. and that's you know. Yeah,
1: that you know. Think about him is he gives them something they need an athlete. You know, they, yeah. they are very short athletes and uh, they're not, they're not terribly athletic and even as is a good hitter. He is is just a mediocre athlete. So
0: Lewis, Lewis gives uh, him some energy too, right? He's just kind of a, he's got a lot of, you know, really he, plays, classy, he plays the game a certain class,
1: way. High class guy can maybe, you know, in the modern era when they're, I mean, not in the modern era, the brand new era, the stolen basins are back in this team has ignored them completely because they, you know, they're, Taylor is their number one candidate, and he's not. You know the guy who's overrated though, the catcher. I think Vasquez. He
0: hasn't I, been very good I, this year. Yeah,
1: I don't like him that well. I mean, he's a. Uh, he's apparently can run the pitchers and blah blah blah, but uh, he lets the ball go to the back, and he he likes the high ones, man. He swings at him over his head with two strikes. Uh, so I, I I don't know. He's a, he's okay, but I I'd play Jeffers more if I was him, yeah. but maybe the pitchers preferred Vasquez. I don't know. So
0: did you watch uh, much NBA over the weekend? Your boy Tibbs. Sorry uh, about your guy. Tibbs.
1: couldn't do her, man. Jeez. They, uh, I <clears throat> don't know what that that's bolsters a hell of a coach. And then the thing about Miami is a bunch of those guys that did nothing for him all year, started making some shots. Duncan Robinson was stealing his money and, uh, a few others. And they were, you know, they were making threes and, uh, Brunson was fantastic, but the rest of the uh, next didn't really come along for the ride, and uh, I, I think Randall was a little banged up. And uh, but Miami is amazing, and but they're going to get beaten five by Boston. Boston's good, man. Yeah, Boston's Boston so good. Is that Tatum is fantastic, and uh, Brown is a very good second star for them, and they're just uh, uh, they're just they're just. Uh, you know, once Philadelphia lost that sixth game, when yes. they got hosed by the officials, Uh they uh, did you see that that the NBA report said which they what they only do the, like the last the two, two minute report yeah the two minute report or they they had some kind of report there were thirteen calls that went against them wow thirteen calls thirteen, t- missed, calls? 13 oh, missed calls thirteen missed calls. Four missed calls on the Celtics and 13 on the, on that's, the, sector. That's <laughs> that, was a, that was a close game. And, uh, you know, they, and, uh, you know, they Harden got tripped. Marcus smart. He's a goon. He, he had about five fouls that they didn't call. And, uh, but they're, they're good. But yeah, I was, I had hope for the Knicks, but they really never, uh, they never, they didn't look good the whole, uh, second round they played great against cleveland they played cleveland five games but uh same old thing making shots nba making shots they didn't make shots you know a couple of games at home they didn't make shots so you know that's that's too bad my guy tibbs i'm sure they're mad at him but uh you know he he should be back another year i think
0: we need a tibbs and cat reunion that's what we need out there (laughs) no that ain't happening I know.
1: I don't think I don't think they'll get him, but I think he might go to Brooklyn if they're going to trade him. If okay. they're gonna trade him. Who knows? How about Nate Silver declaring the Gobert trade to be the worst in professional its professional sports history in North America?
0: That's not good for our guy Connolly.
1: No, no, it's not Nate. Had, and people were arguing with him, and we still have Minnesotans who think the Dershia Walker trade was worse. Right. And I don't think it was because the Vikings still had enough personnel back. and uh, But the, the people want to remember the Herschel Walker trade as more of a disaster than this, probably because we have way more Viking fans than we have Timberwolves fans. Now, we don't. this is not officially a disaster yet, but we'll see where it leads to here, right? Yes,
0: I, I right labeled it. <laughs> it has,
1: right now it has disaster potential, that's for sure.
0: I told Chip on a podcast last week that it's one notch above disaster right now. That's where we are yes, right it now.
1: Is. And the, it is, and the, but, but it could slip into disaster territory. Uh, we we the, still haven't gotten the lottery, right? We don't know where Utah is going to end up, right?
0: Where, well, where yeah, well, no, we do. Yeah, they're not in the lottery. They they made the playoffs, so the pick goes to Utah. But it's it's we know what oh, it is. Oh yeah,
1: that's right, that's right. They didn't make the last. Excuse me. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, okay, so no, it won't
0: be that. It won't be a disaster this year, but they've still they still owe Utah three more picks. Yes. Two of them are unprotected in twenty five and twenty seven. The real disaster where it becomes it's, a disaster if is if Ant says, Get me out of here. That's that's the real
1: the real disaster is Walker Kessler is everything you wanted in yes. Rudy Gobert. That's yes. the real disaster. You had him. Yes. And you had him for a lot less money. He's more of an athlete than Gobert is. itself seven yes. foot. Or whatever he is, that was a. That's the that's the disaster part of it. That you had your guy and you could have signed everybody now, if uh, I don't know. Ant uh, Ant wants out of here. That yes, you're right. Then then all of a sudden they're totally out of luck. But uh, the other disaster around here is uh, as soon as Lori and uh, A Rod get control of the team, they're going to start whining about getting a new building. Yes. Right?
0: Yep. And people are going to be <laughs> like, didn't we just renovate Target Center? Like and 100 million? We,
1: a, didn't we just renovate it? And B, Hennepin County's not going to do it. They're underwater because of, uh, you know, the more of a social, the, the social uh, things that they're into that they're trying to help people out. And uh, the city of Minneapolis is still stuck with a huge bill on the, on the Ziggy Dome. So, uh, even with the even with it getting paid off fast, the state's portion getting state off paid off fast, the city still owes them six hundred million when you count interest or something, right? So yeah,
0: Not going to be much appetite here for
1: stadiums no, building, for a, a, a No, nope, that's for sure. So anyway, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, Nate. Nate, uh, I'm surprised to see him checking in on that. I yes, right? on a tweet yesterday or the day before. So.
0: Yeah, no, and it's a, I saw Cat was on a podcast with Paul George last week saying he was very surprised by the bear trade, that he's not expecting it, didn't see it coming. And I thought it was kind of curious. Well, I don't that they,
1: he, why don't they give me a heads up on that?
0: Well, they, you would think so. I mean, it sounds like he was overseas or something. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's an Aaron Rodgers problem where he needed to be reached on FaceTime instead of some other way. But uh, he... Uh, He yeah, he said basically that, you know, he'd been training all offseason as a five and then he got, you know, then he realized he'd have to be he's going to be the power forwards like, you know, you don't have to you don't have to let your best players be, you know, kind of amateur assistant GMs kind of like Correa thinks he is with the twins or Jefferson might be, you know, if they're kind of catering to him with the quarterback in in Minnesota at some point. But if if you're asking a guy who's been an all NBA guy to switch positions, you might want to give him a heads up.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's all all I, I mean, even no matter what. I mean, anybody should have given all what, what do you think? Cat's gonna go on social media and say, Hey, they're trying to bring in Go Bear. I know, you know, Right. I mean, gotta get my ads up. I that was I don't know. This guy is uh this guy has not been a PR wonder so far. I'll no. tell you that. He won't say he wants you know, he's, but Washington's gotta make a decision pretty soon, don't oh, they? Yeah,
0: I would think so. We're <laughs> only a, <clears> only like a month until the draft now a month before the new you know kind of things rev up again because the finals will be you know finals will be done by early mid-june and then it's draft and free agency season right after that
1: yeah I don't know uh, it it does seem like they're waiting for something out there though doesn't it so it's a
0: long yeah it's a, it is a long process a longer one than I thought it would be but we'll we'll see that team I don't know we'll see they've got uh They've got answer. They got questions to answer this off season. That's uh, yeah. that's for sure. And the, and the need,
1: you know why the Vikings are looking for the quarterback of the future. These guys got to look for the point guard of the future. Yes, they're, they're not going to be able to draft one. They're not going to be able to sign one. You know, financially. So what? What are they going to do? They got to get it. It, ain't, it isn't Jordan McLaughlin. That's no, ridiculous. And I don't think Walker is. Uh, the other kid is not really a point guard. So whatever his name is, Nick, 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 Nick
0: Alexander Nick, Walker. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he, he looks like he might be a nice little off the bench guy, but he's right. not a guard. So, uh, no. they got to get a point guard of the future. That's for sure.
0: Yep. Maybe in any kind of eventual cat trade, but I think they, I think their mindset is to run it back. We'll see. Um, oh. mm-hmm. I'd like to be Philadelphia, by the way, losing for the fifth time in six years in the conference uh, semifinals, and they just got absolutely run
1: oh, yesterday, yesterday by, uh, by, the, yeah, by I mean, the Celtics. You know, I watched the second quarter of that game when they started pulling away from a little, and I said, there's no need to watch this thing. This thing is over, Jason yeah. Tate. they, They're really not a good team, of Philadelphia. I mean, they got Embiid. Hard and up and down, and they got Max. He's a good player, but that's yeah. not, they're not a deep team. And, uh, and they had nobody who could hang with Tatum, who's fantastic. And, uh, you know, they couldn't keep away from the basket. And then he started making nothing but threes. And, uh, yeah, they had their big chance in game six, but yeah. I didn't think Boston was a better club. Boston is. Uh, you know, I remember a couple of years ago they were saying, ah, they got to get. Remember, they had a terrible start a couple of years ago, and they said they got to trade Browner, yeah, trade Brown, because he and Tatum play the same position. That, yeah, you know, you can always find room for two great players, can't you? That's, uh, that's my theory. So uh, <laughs> anyway, they're uh, they they should they should beat Miami, but who knows? You know, Bolster's right. Spol- pretty sharp, and Jimmy's decided that be a monster here for uh, for the postseason so uh, about Miami man the capital of the world sports capital right now with the Panthers and the uh, and the heat in the uh, conference finals so opposite of
0: opposite of Philly which keeps losing all the big games right I mean the the Phillies and the Eagles have both lost uh, the big one in the last couple of years right and then the Sixers can't get anywhere either at least but the Flyers Chuck just Fletcher, keep missing the playoffs. At least
1: Chuck Fletcher took care of uh, <laughs> <Chuck laughs> yeah, it. Right. Took care of the Flyers having to worry about conference finals. He,
0: I forgot he was out there.
1: Oh yeah, he ruined them. He got fired, but he ruined them. So that's right. They're terrible. They're one of the best worst teams in the league the last couple of years, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's move on, Patrick. Gopher softball. I believe they're they've been in the NCAA tournament now. Every year, excluding the COVID year, since twenty thirteen, I think. They are <clears throat> kind really? of a kind of a quiet kind of a quiet powerhouse, at least in the Big Ten. Um they turned their season around this year because it didn't start that good, but they finished great. Third in the yeah. Big Ten, made it to the Big Ten tournament semifinals, and now heading out to Washington, Seattle again for the regional where they get McNeese State right away. But that's a what they they hit for power. They've got someone with 14 homers. They pitch. They're uh you know that's you know, the formula's not hard in college softball. If you got one great pitcher, you're gonna be pretty yep. good. And they've got that, they've had that pretty consistently.
1: They uh the uh interesting thing is uh I, I, I I'd forgotten they made them last year because they were only like twenty-six and twenty-three. I don't know how they ended up making it last year, but uh but this year, you know, they, they just got hot and uh what they what was it Winning streak, twelve or thirteen at the end of the year, right? Before they got beat by uh Indiana in the yeah. uh, semifinals, Autumn Peace actually got beat in that game in the semifinals of the Big Ten. But uh I I don't I think Washington is the fifth overall seed, are they or something? I think they they're
0: seventh up, this year. I think I saw a
1: seventh. Thing. Yeah, well, they go out there, they must have, the, they have a chance. You know, they can, uh, they can be one of the, uh, you know, they can, you're not playing one of the invincible teams. You're not playing Oklahoma, which is 51 and one. Or right. Like and so, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, they, you know, they go out there, they have a chance. They got, uh, D Todd came back and they got this kid, they got another uh, transfer who's, uh, who's, who's, uh, been around for a while and they uh the other slugger is they got another slugger too right I'm not, yeah i'm not an expert <laughs> on it but i haven't followed them that closely until the last couple of weeks so uh but you're right they, they, they've drawn they, they've they had such a rotten spring this year that they didn't oh, yeah. uh, they don't think they packed them in like they have but they uh when they have a good series like late april if the weather's good they fill that place over there yeah. and, uh, and uh, it's, about, it's only what 1100 or something like that 1200, but it's a, it's a great little, uh, ball yard there. And it's, it's funny if you're watching a baseball game, if the wind's blowing out in baseball, it's terrible. And softball. <laughs> they got to get it into the wind and softball oh, yeah. if the wind's going the other way. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and, and Piper, they all like Piper Ritter. They weren't, um, you know, I, I covered the 2019 world series down yeah. there and a and regional. And, uh, and I, I thought Traxel was okay, but I, I know that when Traxel came to uh, Coyle and said he wanted, she wanted a raise at she was going to Ole Miss. He said, uh, good luck to you. Right. And I think they all, uh, you know, I, I she <laughs> wasn't that popular with the athletes for some huh. reason. And, uh, they, uh, they really loved the, yeah, the woman who went to uh, Stanford, the who kind of started this. Oh, all, Allister, yeah, just Allister. Yeah, all loved her, and uh, and she was she kind of got this thing oh, cranked there. Yes, and uh, and then Piper Ritter's been around for a long time as the pitching coach, and she's uh, she they got you know last year was a very mediocre year, even though they maybe they did make the tournament, but they were they weren't really that good, and she went oh. out and got. <clears> some tra- and uh and uh and, and put this team together and uh it's uh you know it's a it's a great sport uh the thing uh fast pitch i kind of got into it because they got to make plays so fast it's a, yes. you know, you, one little bobble they're safe the bases you are know? so
0: close yeah it's it's yeah, like... that's
1: right that's what i'm saying is it you know they bobble it you're safe you're safe right. And uh, so it's uh, it's play it's a very rapidly played game. They didn't need speed up rules like uh, baseball. <laughs> no. they, are, they already had them, especially. And the thing about it is, they moved the pitcher's mound. But twenty years ago, maybe they moved it back five feet. Or yeah, before then, every game it was like soccer. You know?
0: One nothing. Yeah, it was like
1: one nothing was unbelievable. The pitching is dominant, but it's not as it's not as impossible to get a hit as it used to be. So it's a, it's a good game. And, uh, and uh, you know, who knows they could, uh, they could get to a super regional, the super regional uh, was here in 2019 when they had LSU here and they, they beat them twice. That was a team that gathered a lot of momentum. late yes. year too, and then, uh, Ended up going to the world series. So we'll see. But yeah, uh, I don't know. There a lot of those games show up on TV. I would assume they're going to be on TV, but uh, we we don't know yet, right? Not maybe not the McDee's game, but uh, if they end up playing Washington. They'll uh, it'll probably be a television game. I I don't know. I would think so. I don't see ESPN any is, ESPN is full of softball at this time of year. So. Yes,
0: they are. I don't I don't see any TV info yet. I do see, yeah. Peace is twenty six and seven with a one point four five yep. ERA, and they've hit. 69 home runs as a team. Taylor craft is the one you were thinking about. She has 14. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. Yeah. She's got 14 and Dan Hartog's got 12, I think. So it's, a... it's, uh, uh, yeah. So it'll be fun to watch and, uh, follow them and hopefully, uh, they can sneak out of a regional this year and get in a super <laughs> regional. And then, then we, I don't think we can get her at home. Uh, not a not a needed, no. but, uh, i don't know how it works are they all they must be all bracketed now though right i think so yeah I if think you that's win that so. regional i mean you, you they don't readjust it based on seeding or anything i
0: don't, I don't think, think so. so yeah i think you just yeah. it just kind of is what it is but uh yeah it's a you know just the fact that they've made it you No, know, i guess this would be 10 years 10 9 10 years in a row excluding the the uh the covid year when it didn't happen that's uh mm-hmm. That is a pretty good run for uh, for anybody. Um Patrick final hey, uh, thought. No, go ahead.
1: I've always one final thought on that. I've always suggested I suggested this to Trackles, Stratchall and uh, and uh, a couple others that you know if they just cheered less and saved their energy in the out, <laughs> you could have you know just sit there and relax and if your team gets hit, they oh. got to, they make them cheer the whole game. All the chance, yeah. <laughs> <it's an> <laughs> they got all the stuff and, sit down relax you got another hand you know, oh sit down it's it's uh you know it's uh it is too much cheering they waste too much air. it's kind of like volleyball if i had a volleyball team i stop celebrating every point you know <laughs> relax relax it's a hard game it takes a lot of energy don't waste it all celebrating you know? good point that's yeah, a good point
0: just, i was yeah uh, I was I covered the softball team for a year when I was at the daily back in the you know, mid 90s. Oh, they were wow. pretty. They were pretty good that year. It was at least a Bernstein was the coach. I think they went to the oh, tournament sure. that year. They were yeah. they were a good team. But yeah, I I had not really had much of a. Background in women's softball until uh, until I covered that team and just the I think I even did a story on the chatter because I was so I was so blown <laughs> away by it. I was like you guys just don't stop it never stops no
1: no no it's, I mean you don't they have a more much more involved bench than other sports yes. you know the uh the uh, the uh, the other sports uh, you know don't don't have that involved of a bench so as yeah. they do in, in softball.
0: Patrick, final thought before we go. I guess uh, Zadarius Smith was right to sell his house or put his house on the market after all because he's gone now. They traded him for what? They got They got two fifths two back, and, and they traded a sixth and a six seven. And
1: seven. And they gave, uh, they, we don't know how much, but they gave Cleveland a little money for the deal. But he, would, he didn't do anything on the second half of the year, no. right? He
0: no, he was, was really good the first half. He had like eight and a half banged, sacks in seven games, and then he did like one and a half the rest up, of the way.
1: Banged up, and, uh, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I mean, the reason they Vikings got him for the Packers was that he didn't play for two years after, yes. you know, he was hurt for two years. So uh, I, I never thought there was a possibility that they'd bring him back. But uh, I saw a bunch of people upset about it. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, you know, getting the cap, getting whatever they saved, $10 million on the cap or whatever. Well, that, yeah. That certainly helps. I mean, if they paid some of it, if they paid some of it, does that count against them on the cap. I
0: don't know. That's a good question. I don't know how
1: that works. I don't know. But uh, and then they're going to get rid of. Uh, then they're going to get rid of Dalvin here too. But I don't think anybody's going to. Uh, you know, nobody wants Dalvin. Won't take a deal, right? And I don't uh, think so. Yeah. And uh, and nobody was. You can wait till June first and get him without. Right. You know, without having to take that contract on that's the that's the problem right i i don't think how about what's he making 10 or 11
0: i think his i think his cap number is 14 this year
1: yeah and nobody wants that nobody wants to take that on so they 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 they're hanging in there hoping they can trade him to buffalo or something but i don't think that's gonna happen uh, so uh, they're gonna just let him go. It's a pretty obvious they're gonna let him go, so uh, yeah. then they'll have they know, then they'll be in good shape cap wise, though. But yeah, there's really not anybody left to sign. And by then, are there? Is by June 1st? Well, maybe some guys get caught. Yeah, know. I
0: think they probably would. Maybe that second wave of free agency maybe hit maybe one more corner maybe someone who's played before that might be nice. Like
1: that, yes, Uh, that that would be. uh, They don't have much uh, experience there to say the least. So, uh, I think people are now. You got your optimists, you know. the 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 Viking crowd in general is an optimistic crowd, but uh, the analysts I think are overly pessimistic about this team. I I I think they're gonna, you know, I don't. I a I don't think you got to win over ten the uh, nine will get you a share of the of the division title I think, and uh, this idea that Detroit's going to be great that never happens. Any right. any ex- believe ex- it when we see it. Any expectations for Detroit end up going in the tank. Okay, they just just assume that that it's not going to work out. So uh, uh, you know, I I think they're going to you know they're 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 they won't be they won't be as lucky as they were last no. year. They're not gonna be pulling out every game, but they're gonna win ten, I think, nine or ten. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I don't think that their defense has been destroyed in any way here by not having Smith or Patrick Peterson, who was, you know, I think the decision on Patrick Peterson was made in the uh loss to the Giants when he was chasing yes. guys around the field ten yards yeah. behind them.
0: And the okay. Kendricks one too. The Kendricks that was that was that that game too. He was not yes. good in that game.
1: No, no, he got old in a hurry, man. He gave him a lot of good effort. He's a, I think he's a he's a ring of honor guy. And yeah, uh, five, six, eight years from yes. now, I, he was a great player for them. But uh, it went in a hurry for him. Uh, he was he was mediocre two years and bad last year, and that that kind of came out of nowhere. So, because he was the he was the big spokesman for the team only a couple yes. of years ago. So, and uh, that he kind of faded. So,
0: yep. Uh, I think, uh, yeah. I think Quasey's a get rid of guys a year too early guy, and Spielman was always a get
1: rid of guys a year too late guy. Yep. That's, uh, that's true. And uh, Bud was always uh, get, Bud was always get rid of them when it was time to go. Yep. And before that, I always said, if with Bud, you know, you might add some guys, you know, maybe, Doing some chemicals that the league didn't approve and stuff like that. But if you didn't test them, you didn't have to worry about catching. You know, the secret of success is don't catch them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> bud, I always gotta kick out a bud, is you know, bud and Alan Page didn't get along, right? Yeah. Well, he let him go to law school and missed half a training camp for four years because he was still Alan Page, the best yep. player in the league. Then, when he couldn't do it anymore, then he let him go. So, uh, yeah, Bud was, but it was, a, of course, completely different league then because he didn't have salary cap situations because they weren't making any money anyway. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think that in the NFL, that's certainly the way to go is to make the decision earlier rather than later. That's for sure. Yeah. In a capped
0: league, you just gotta, you gotta, sometimes it just happens that way.
1: You're uh, you love agitating Packer fans, uh, but yes, uh, boy, there's no reason for them to be optimistic in any way as they're going. Doesn't
0: think year. so. I mean, they're they're definitely in a rebuild. They got to see what Jordan Love has got. They see Love had a they did loved it a weird contract where he you know they didn't kind of they kind of made it seem like they <clears throat> weren't <clears throat> weren't necessarily thrilled with the idea of picking up his 50 year option basically without seeing him play a meaningful amount. So did he give signed him like a.
1: Junior? Did they That's give him it? two years? Or just, did they give him two years or just one?
0: I think it's I think well it's I think it's two counting this year. So kind of like yeah. it kind of buys out the fifth year option year, but it, it you know gives him a a chance to make as much as he would have made on the fifth year option. But it's it's a little bit more team friendly. It's kind of a I don't know. It's a it's not exactly a bet on himself. It's it's a weird it's a weird spot they're in right now. They just they still don't know if he can play. And I, I love the Packers fans who want to take the. 10 passes he threw in that one game last year and, yeah, and right. projected all over the place because we don't know yet. We have no idea.
1: No, but I, uh, but uh, they're playing here New Year's Eve at 7.30 at night, but that's also the 16th game of the year. And so this idea that we're going to have 20,000 drunken Packer fans downtown is probably, the by then, they'll probably be 5-11. So yeah, I don't, that's true. I don't think we'll have the usual mob. But if we do, as I said on Twitter, God help the muggers. If they think they're going to have any success that night, mobs of drunken football fans will beat the hell out of them and puke on them. <laughs> if, if they try to get them, any. God help downtown Minneapolis at 11 o'clock at night on New Year's Eve.
0: Oh, my gosh. If,
1: if you get 60,000 people, only 38,000 of whom are dead drunk coming yes. stumbling out of the <laughs> downtown you know run for your lives muggers they're gonna catch you and beat the hell out of
0: you so, <laughs> okay. oh man I, I forgot about that when the schedule came out that's a good one oh yeah uh, but
1: but, right. the, but the, the nfl must think it's the vikings in detroit because they got them playing two of the last yes. three
0: games. that's what i thought too when i saw that schedule that's fun though the got it goes lions then packers then lions to finish it off that should be a fun finish
1: yeah, well these the you can't beat being in a central division whether it's baseball or football <laughs> yes
0: that's, that's for sure all right Patrick appreciate it we'll talk to you next week
1: all right bye